I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we short up round or round or we quit. I've got a feeling we are on to something here. from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you worry, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling we're gonna be okay. Hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for all the quirky facts we can find. And speaking of pillaging the globe, change of staff in Buckingham Palace this week. Yes, it really is the end of the era. And unlike Peloton, Specsaver, and the football, according to my emails, we are not respectfully cancelling our show. No. Not at all. We are respectfully keeping calm and carrying on, which was the Queen's catchphrase. Yeah. yeah! And we are doing that here at King's Place. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Queen's Place is dead. Long live <laughs> King's Place. We are nothing if not absolutely relevant. Yeah. Uh, and up to the moment. And speaking of things that are up to the minute and relevant, let's meet the comedians. On my left, playing for correct side, Abigail Shimon and Charlene Jahan. And on my right, playing for Empire Strikes Back, Charby McGrath and Sarah Bonetto. With TV networks scrambling around, panicking for diversity and inclusion because they've forgotten to make anyone who isn't a posh white man famous, in case any commissioners are in or listening, what makes you diverse, Abigail Shimon? Hi, uh, I'm American, I'm queer, I have ADHD, and sometimes when my partner makes me laugh so hard, I break wind. Aww. He calls me giggle butt. <laughs> You... I just feel like that's how I'm going to get on the beeps, guys. I oh. feel like that's what's going to do it. I feel like revealing that kind of thing is exactly the reason you're not. 
Um, can I ask oh you... Oh, my God, stop breaking wind. Okay. <laughs> Charlotte, what makes you diverse? Uh, I'm uh, British, Bangladeshi, Canadian. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's something. Also, I'm a yeller. I'm very small and I yell a lot. So oh, I, yeah. I don't need this. Um, <laughs> And I'm so gonna, you're louder yeah. than you are tall. Yeah, if you want to imagine like a chihuahua, that's I think that's my vibe. <laughs> yeah, I I don't feel that's your vibe at all. You seem very no, I can fit so person. comfortably into a purse. <laughs> <laughs> we will try that. Later. Yeah. And why are you called correct side? Uh, well, uh, as we are both North American, uh, uh-huh. we drive on the correct side of the road. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. We said it. Yeah. He said it. Yeah, he's applauding. Yeah. He agrees with exactly. us. Exactly. M4, I mean M no. I'm sorry, that was so bad, but I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> okay, so all right. Bad. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to have uh, two North Americans here. Empire Strikes Back, Sarah Bonetto, what makes you diverse? Um, I'm a lady from Australia. Um, I'm a lady who's over 40 on a, on a media thing. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, I am... Well, I remember you asking me this on Global Pillage in the past and I said, I take all comers, which you were like, you mean bisexual? And I was like, no, no, it's a case-by-case basis. <laughs> so we're going to leave it as that. Um, I take all comers, but it's a case-by-case basis. I think that's true for all bisexuals. Yeah. I think it is yeah. a case-by-case basis for every human Yeah, yeah. But I've invented my asexual. own label. Case-by-case yeah. case sexual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, no, that's, yeah. that's unique. And listen, that... And, if that doesn't get your own TV show, it's hard to know what will. For sure. Um, and like Charlene, um, I also could be identified or embodied by a dog, and that would be like a big, happy, floppy golden retriever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rub up against your leg with consent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat your food. Excellent. Without consent. Um, <laughs> without consent. John B. McGrath, what makes you diverse? So I'm from a tribe in Kenya, and uh, we are metrilineal. And actually, the women from my tribe have always been able to marry other women. So my great-grandmother had four wives. Um, She died of exhaustion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Testing all of the questions and all of the answers in a randomised, double-blinded clinical trial in Pedant's Corner, it's Ned Sedgwick. Hello. Um, Ned, have you had any global experiences since I saw you last? Um, well, since, since we last did this, I've probably had the most global experience of all. I got married. Oh! Uh, the wedding had big Tory energy. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I yeah, can see we, you've not been married long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't allowed canapes, too European, so we had finger sandwiches instead. Oh. Um, so, we didn't vote leave for canapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say that was, that was probably my most global experience in that it was absolutely not global at all. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, all right. It's not what I thought you were going to say. Um, and playing a piano that's been peer-reviewed to within an inch of its life, but sadly not tuned, on keys, it's Mark Hodge! Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Mark Hodge, uh, do you have anything to reveal of a global nature? Well, since we last... Did a global pillage. I've sort of gone transnational. I had a moment of madness this summer and uh, got on my bike, started riding, got to New Haven, got the boat to Dieppe, got on my bike and kept on going until I got to Marseille. 
So I feel like I've become one of these sort of mendicant cyclists who just sort of goes off around the world immersing themselves in different cultures. How very Victorian of you. Yeah. <laughs> now, every episode, Mark creates a scores jingle for us from an old folk tune because it's thematically rich and out of copyright. Over to you, Mark! <laughs> be rude, but that's Simon and Garfunkel, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, it was recorded by Simon and Garfunkel, but during my extensive research, I discovered there were 4,000 different recordings of that tune, and it actually, it actually uh, originates from the Andes. It's an Andean you, folk song that's hundreds of years old. Are you implying that white men took <laughs> the cultural heritage of someone else, passed it off as their own, and then made loads of money from it? <laughs> it would seem to be the case, yeah. Um, yeah. An outrage. <laughs> First up is our theme round. This week, we'll be asking questions on the subject of devil in the detail. Now, I'm very fortunate in having a team of experts preparing my questions for me, and that makes order I never word my gets wrong in the shore. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. Why are plates smashed? at a Greek wedding. Empire Strikes Back. To release tension from seeing the family and relatives. Mm. Oh, that's like actually... Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have had that urge to smash plates when I've been at family gatherings. Yeah. I've never actually done it, though. That's a yeah. good answer. Sarah, yeah. are you going to back your teammate? Yeah, I've also... I wondered if it might be because um, the Greeks are famously very pro-bowl. Did you oh, know this? Yeah. So they're like, yeah, get rid yeah. of all the plates. Smash, yeah. smash, smash, smash. Yeah. They are mad for a ramekin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dippy for a dish. <laughs> the, the correct side. Uh, do you have any, any ideas? I think that maybe it's because they're constantly practicing for the Olympics. Like, constantly practicing for, like, the discus throw. Oh. When's the last time they won discus? I just think most of the plates are practicing for the discus they throw. They did invent the Olympics. There's a possibility that there's, there's yeah. something in this. And yeah. The, yeah, I'm just saying, I think that's probably the right reason. I think I'm right. You're so compelling that when you said, when's the last time they won discus? I was like, yeah. yeah. I honestly don't know. It could have been last Olympics. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, never. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they must have won it when they were the only ones in it. <laughs> yeah. they when they, they were the, literally the only ones in the Olympics. Yeah, and exactly. that, was a, that was a great time to be Greek. Yeah. yeah. So every, they must have only had like one podium and just every time gave themselves gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we should, should do that. National anthem every year. <gasps> That's what the Brits should every do. Time. We should have our own mini Olympics, but it's, it's Britain against Britain in well, every single... Because that's how we'd win. That's what Americans did with baseball in the World Series. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's the we team. always win. Number one, USA. I think that's USA. what the Commonwealth Games are too. Because yeah. whoever wins, the Brits are like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. us. <laughs> it's absolutely we owe true. You. I knew. Yeah. Okay, yeah. hive mind. Why are plates smashed at Greek weddings? They're practicing when they have to. Oh, ah. they're practicing for rows. Oh, okay. Oh, Practicing for rows. So we've got one, one answer. Something to do with good luck. I'm going to need to push you on that and say, in what way is it about good luck? I'll, I'll give you a clue. The answer of most of these questions are something to do with good luck. So. <laughs> Keep going. Whoa. Why is it? Ward off the evil eye. Uh, how, how would a plate ward off an eye? 
Well, have you ever gotten a bit of pottery in your eye? Yeah. <laughs> it's, whoa, man, it really messes you up. Also, yeah. that's why yeah. Greeks wear glasses. <laughs> they all do, that's true. Yeah. Um, also, a plate is the second most eye-like um, dish in your cupboard. Of course, number one is, am I right? Bowls. Yeah. Bowls. Yeah. Do you work for Big Bowl? <laughs> I do work for Big Bowl. Yeah. I didn't want to say it this early in the podcast, but bowls. Right. How good are bowls? So good. They'll never let you down. All right. Any more for any more? Or is that it? Don't like washing up. Don't like washing up. Okay. All right. If you think it is... The couple are practicing for later when they have rows. Buzz now. Oh, only the person who said it. Right, okay. If you think it's for good luck, buzz now. If you think it's to ward off the evil eye, buzz now. And if you think it's they don't like washing up, buzz now. Okay. Um, so you said for good luck, and that's sort of it. They believe that it confuses bad spirits into thinking something violent is already going on so that their nefarious services aren't required. Mm. So the evil spirit's going to come around and go, I want to ruin your wedding, I'm going to smash some stuff up. Oh, mm. someone's already smashing up stuff here. Yeah. I'm not needed, I'll take the afternoon off. And yeah. then they go off and just put their feet up. Uh, so, Ned, would you give any points for good luck or no? Let's give five points to get everyone in the spirit. Um, <laughs> but so, it seems to be something quite cross-cultural, this idea of, um, of doing something violent or bad to kind of ward people off so spitting is a big thing in a lot of cultures yeah. because it's like it's a bit gross and you kind of spit it out and in Albania they used to call uh, newborn babies like they used to go to them and be like oh my god what a hideous piece of shit uh. Uh, and, like, oh, and their names were like ugly for a year it was literally like ugly because they didn't want evil spirits getting jealous uh. if they called it beautiful Ooh. Maybe yeah. I was raised Albanian. That explains something <laughs> about my childhood. Yeah. Okay, question number two. Why did ancient Romans believe holding a phallic object would save them from a demon? Empire Strikes Back. Uh, demons did not like pegging. Ah. <laughs> right. Um, I can't prove that that's not true. Uh, Sarah? Actually, there's a lot you can't prove about the ancient Romans. I think it's that. Yeah, they didn't like pegging, and they were afraid of the wang, man. <laughs> Do you have a... Yeah. Okay. Technical issue? Phallic. So that the people... You know what the home... mic looks a little bit like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bowl. Why do you think we don't get any demons in here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the old 1950s ones, they were round. They looked more like vaginas. Uh, and at some oh. point, comedians complained and said, no, we're, we're not having this. Oh, I, my I need to days. Like Honestly, let us have our vagina mics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are some idea. phrases you think, I'm not going to say that today. And then there you are saying it. <laughs> um, now, the correct side, uh, do you have... An answer to this question. So, so I don't know, but I think recently uh, that reason has been used in a lot of sexual court cases, like for sexual misconduct by uh, Berlusconi. Ah. <laughs> of course he would. Of course. So what? I mean, he it makes says, so much sense. I'm sorry, I whipped it out, but it was only because I was trying to scare off a demon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it, I mean, just to add to it, there's, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but historically, if you look back, 
at uh, old ancient Roman writings, they are the first people to write hashtag big dick energy. Yes. Uh, there are a lot of ancient dick pics. Have you ever been to that museum in Naples? Uh, the, no. Uh, yeah, there... It's a whole phallic museum in Naples. Really? Yeah. I once went with a family to whom I was the nanny. And, That's uh, a trip. The boys yeah. thought it was the most, they just, were, just thought it was the most hysterical thing <laughs> that their parents were taking them to a penis museum because all the penises are erect. Yeah. But there's literally, they were like, come over here, Deborah, Deborah. There's a man and a goat. And, you know, so on and so on. Um, I was like, oh, this what is... kind of family was that? They were yeah. really nice family. They just, uh, they just like to be cultured. And they thought, well, here we're here. What museums are here? Well, this is something the children should learn it about. It was a fun yeah. holiday, Deborah. We all had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're racking on it now. Also, I love that you're the one that had to get into vet. Deborah yeah. would love this. Get yeah. her over. Where is she? Deborah, Deborah, it's your bag. I well, think lots you know who of doesn't go to that? Fight. Demons from ancient Roman yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. No, so ancient Roman demons stay right away. Um, all right, Hive, yeah. mind. Why did ancient Romans believe holding a phallic object would save them from a demon? Because it made them look really hard. Ah. <laughs> made them look hard? Anything else? Oh, all right. well, we've got, look at our status symbols. We've got fast cars. We've got yeah. big houses. We've got dildos galore. Yeah. <laughs> and the demons are all like, we can't compete with this. Yeah. This, is, this is like hanging out with the Kardashians. It only makes you feel bad. This is like being on Instagram. Okay, so symbol of abundance. Anything else? Maybe they were intimidated. Intimidated mm-hmm. by the... I guess it depends how big they were. Yeah. 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 Intimidated yeah. by the... Bigger ones. Okay, all right. <laughs> if you think that ancient Romans believed holding a phallic object would save them from a demon because it made them look hard, buzz now. If you think it's a symbol of abundance, buzz now. If you think it intimidated the demon, buzz now. In fact, none of those were right. The answer, the answer <laughs> is the demon would be seduced by the phallic object rather than the person. It was that demons oh. loved dildos. Oh. And they'd be like, oh my God. It's sort of, so it's a bit like um, leaving your rampant rabbit out as a sort of misdirection. So you can, I'll be over here Mis- doing my own thing. Erection. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You, uh, some of you heard it though, didn't you? Yeah. You were like just grown up enough to not acknowledge it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Ned, anything to add? I hope not. Uh, no, loads to add. Um, <laughs> oh, good. N- no, apparently there was also the risk, in inverted commas, in the, what I was reading, that the phallic object would itself get possessed, which sounds quite a lot like an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you doing with that in your room? I said, oh, I got possessed, and then I... <laughs> Oh, Oh, that's what's happening in my bedroom. So you could claim that your Satisfier 2 was demonised and that's why it had jumped I only bought it to scare off a demon. And look what happened. A demon liked it too much. Now I'm in a demon vibrator threesome. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, if you were going to have a dildo that was um, embodied by you know, like a demon or an angel, it's going to be a demon, right? Yeah. It's going to show you a better time. Yeah. <laughs> like really get into the dirty stuff, you know? Yeah. Also, yeah. are we saying the reason we move from vagina mics to uh, these mics is because all comedians are demons? Yes. Hey! What we're saying is Jim Jeffries is demonized. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Question three. 
Before buying a house, what would some people in India do to a pumpkin? Thank Correct you. side. Uh, they would fuck it with the demon dildo. No. <laughs> no. That's what no. I do with it. No. I'd be like, let's ward off yeah. some spirits. No. Listen. Yeah. yeah. This was yeah. a charming tea time show at one yeah. time. <laughs> Oh, my you said God. we could be a bit naughty. Yeah, yeah a bit, you a change, bit. This question is about a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, no. the pumpkin, the pumpkin it consented to it. The pumpkin was up for it. The oh pumpkin was God. like, man, I've been in a patch around other pumpkins. I'm, I'm tired of being round. I want to be like, mm, I want to be loved. Thank, thank you, wanna, thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. We, you want me to go into No, DJ? no, no. You yeah. carve weave to <laughs> a pumpkin. It's gushy. You know we I mean? all gushy. understand the pumpkin fan yeah. fiction and where it's going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sharin, do you? I, I think they, what they do is they make a fucking house of it. Like they make, ah. what, what, buy a house in India? There's no space. There's no money. You make, you cut out the insides of a pumpkin and you make a house out of it. And then you take the contents of the pumpkin and you make a curry. Yeah, that's what we do. Okay, all right. And you um, stir the curry with a dildo. Yeah. No. And then you fuck that curry. Empires, thank you. Empire strikes back. Before buying a house, what do some people in India do to a pumpkin? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard when you know one team's already got the right answer. <laughs> it's like Occam's razor, right? Yeah. The most obvious thing is probably it's probably the dildo. Yeah. The cursed yeah, dildo. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> can we get back to bowls? <laughs> you can, sure, you can do something with a pumpkin you know and a bowl. What, you know what a carved out pumpkin looks like? <laughs> a bowl. Yes. Yeah. So maybe they do that with it. Yeah, well, maybe, Deborah, but I'll tell you what they do. Okay. No. No, 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 wait, wait. You don't know where I'm going with this. You take a cursed dildo. Wait, wait, wait. Take a cursed dildo and you take a beautiful pumpkin and they date for two years. Eventually, the cursed dildo meets the pumpkin's parents. Um, they, they smash plates. They smash plates. Um, and then one night, the cursed dildo gets down on one dildo knee. <laughs> one ball. And asks for the pumpkin's... Fronds in marriage? I'm not sure. What do they have? Um, there's tendrils. Ask for the tendril of the pumpkin in marriage. And then they get married and it's a beautiful ceremony. Someone reads poetry. Um, Auden, probably. That's more funereal. Anyway, and then on the wedding night, they fucking do it! They do Thank it! You. They get in there, they do it. Thank you. Jambi, any theories? That could uh, actually win you a point. So many seeds. I've never seen you look so disappointed, Deborah. Francis <laughs> yeah. White. Yeah. No, I think to get them to lower the prices, their sellers to lower the prices, they would threaten to run the pumpkin where the sun don't shine. Yeah. And that's how they got the price down. Yeah. And they fucked that pumpkin. Sorry. Thank you. I've got another one. Could they not just get in a, uh, like a conveyancy lawyer and survey the pumpkin? <laughs> Hive mind. Yeah. <laughs> Before buying a house, what would some people in India do to a pumpkin? Feed it to a cow. Feed it to a cow? Thank you. Carve it out and put a light in it, like a jack-o'-lantern. You started Halloween. Leave it as an offering to a deity. Offering to a deity. Anything else? Squash it. Squash it. <laughs> All right. If you think it's feed it to a cow, buzz now. If you think it's put a light in it, buzz now. If you think it's make an offering to a deity, buzz now. If you think it's smash it, buzz now. 
The answer is you hang it up outside the house to see if it dries up. If it starts dripping, you've got a demon. Ned Sedgwick? I've been literally trying to think of a Smashing Pumpkins pun for the last five yeah. minutes. Fully in the knowledge that probably half of the audience is probably too young to know who Smashing Pumpkins are. And all I could come up with was something to do with Siamese dreams. Um, I don't have any more information on that. All right, well... <laughs> With that in mind, let's move on, as we don't want to remind this audience, who are mostly millennial and Gen Z, that they will never, ever be able to afford a house. <laughs> and therefore should definitely not bother with pumpkins. But that's why they should live in a pumpkin, as I suggested. Excellent points, correct side, but still you get none for that. Um, and it's the end of the round! I wish I hadn't tried to sing out there. Let's put your head. The scores, please, Ned. Correct side and The Empire Strikes Back are currently tied on zero points. Yeah. <laughs> what? But The Hive Mind have five points. And by the way, for people who haven't come here before, the points are quite vibed, so don't try and track them. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! Today, all of our idioms are Thai and were sent in by a listener, Reiner Suntasuk. So Ned didn't have to do any work at all, like the privileged white straight man he is. <laughs> in Thailand, if you were selling dumplings, what would you be doing? Not, and just to be clear, if you, were selling, if you were actually selling dumplings, you'd be selling dumplings. But if you were <laughs> said to be selling dumplings, what would that mean? It's an idiot. <laughs> Correct side. Okay, watching a racist version of Selling Sunset. <laughs> Yeah, just because they're Asian doesn't mean you can just call it selling dumplings. The only Asian guy in the room is loving it. Everyone else doesn't understand. It's wrong. Okay, all right. He's pissing himself, and there's an evil demon. <laughs> selling dumplings? Could it be the, the lesser-known selling sunset? Empire Strikes Back? 
I, I'm going to say this at the risk of my own peril. Uh, could it be the current Tory cabinet, uh, brown and wrapped up in a white ideology? <laughs> oh, very, very clever. So like the inside of the dumpling and the outside of the dumpling. So the opposite of a coconut. Kind of. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, and if you edit that out... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yet at the point where I think my freedom of speech is so limited that they're going to come at me. Listen, if Ned's mother-in-law doesn't listen to this podcast, Pretty Patel certainly doesn't. No, no. Not that she's not even in the cabinet anymore, actually. Yeah, Yeah, she's on the backbench now. But she's got so much free time now that she's going to listen to this podcast. That's actually true. Yeah, Yeah, not if she's in Rwanda. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Abigailia? I want to try to get a real point. Uh, I think it's uh, uh, when you got the good gossip. Like, oh, they're selling dumplings. Yeah, they got the good with the juicy pork inside and you know all the good stuff. And you know, it's the gossip. Yeah, sell me the dumplings, baby. Yeah, like, spill the, like spill the tea. Yeah, or uh, beans. Okay, great. Spill the Depending tea. on whether you're... Spill the beans. Spill the tea. Yeah, so when you're in the, fi- in the 50s, you spilled the beans. Now you spill the tea, I think. Wait a minute. Is spilling the beans an American idiom? Yeah, I've literally never heard spill the tea. What? 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 Have you not seen <laughs> Get RuPaul's out. Drag Race? Get out. The family I'm married into, you don't spill no, tea. Get, get out. <laughs> Drink it politely. That is too European talk. Them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. So, Hive Mind in Thailand, someone said, oh, they're selling the dumplings. What would they be doing? Accepting bribes. Very good. Oh. Oh. Gossiping. Gossiping. Lying. Lying. Wait, didn't I say gossip? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well... I call dibs. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Doing good business. Okay. If you think it's accepting bribes, buzz now. Gossiping, buzz now. Lying, buzz now. Or doing good business, buzz now. In fact, it's flirting. Oh! oh. I was going to say boobs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think boobs yeah, and flirting yeah, are boobs. the same thing. Yeah. Boobs and flirting are not synonymous. Yeah, they but can dumplings. Be. But I flirt with my boobs. Uh, <laughs> and dumplings look like nice fluffy titties. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's where it comes from, selling yeah. the dumplings. Yeah. yeah. I see. I see that. All right. Also from Thailand. If someone described you as catching a tiger with your bare hands, what would they be saying about you? They, would, they would be saying that, like, you're doing the impossible, like, like climbing Everest or uh, not eating the full pack of biscuits. Mm. Ah. Yeah. yeah. I want to just add to that. I think that's maybe also code for Carol Baskin did it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Empire Strikes Back. Mine's not dissimilar to Abigail's. It's um, I caught dips. Yeah, you, but um, so trying to catch a tiger with your bare hands is like trying to do the impossible, but not so much as like oh you're climbing Everest, but more like you are out of your depth. You are doing something you should not be doing. Right? Mm. You're trying to operate heavy machinery after all those drinks, Sarah. <laughs> that time never <laughs> happened. Uh, yeah, that sort of thing. Like you're out of your depth. Okay, you're doing too much. You're, you're wildly, yeah. Catching yeah. a tiger with your bare hands where you should be using gloves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hive mind. You're in Thailand. Someone says, oh, you're catching a tiger with your bare hands. What are they accusing you of or saying about you? Doing something dangerous. Doing something dangerous. You're in the zoo 
and you've, <laughs> you've done one of those terrible viral videos where you've leapt over the side of the enclosure. Anything else? You're lying? You're exaggerating? What was that? You got lucky. Okay. Catching a tiger with your bare hands. I mean, if you could pull it off, that yeah, is yeah. pretty damn lucky. Yeah. Okay. Putting on a condom. Putting on a condom. I see that. Again, charming tea time show. Okay. If you think it's doing something dangerous, Buzz Now. Lying, Buzz Now. Getting lucky, Buzz Now. Or putting on a condom, Buzz Now. Uh, in fact, it means you've become successful without much investment. And somebody in the audience is going, that's what I wanted to say, but did you say it? No, you did not. Were you going to say it? Oh, what stopped you? Um. Fear. Okay, so you could have there caught a tiger with your bare hands. But just saying it, you would have got points for the whole hive mind. I will point out it is actually trying something, trying to be successful without the necessary equipment. Oh, oh being a white man. Excuse me, out of your depth. So Empire Strikes Back and the Hive Mind are getting points. Oh! oh. We shamed you for no reason. <laughs> All right, another Thai idiom. Who or what is a chamber pot in a throne room? <laughs> Correct side. What is Prince Andrew? <laughs> Sorry, I know I can't, but I, can I drop the mic figuratively? Yeah, absolutely. Drop that phallic mic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Who will want the chamber pot in the throne room Empire Strikes Back? I thought it was Boris. <laughs> uh, Boris or a stone head? A Same stone thing. Head. A stone head? I don't uh, know. Okay, so everybody's looking at me weird, okay? <laughs> Maybe that's not a real word. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so, so somebody who's... Smoking too much. Stoner. A stoner. Oh, a stoner. stoner. Yeah. Yeah. Pothead. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So a pothead. Okay. Yeah. I actually think that um, it's funny, you know, a chamber pot is sort of shaped like a bowl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Big no bowl accident. strikes again. You actually paid Ned Sedgwick um, to invent, invent this question, <laughs> to pose this question. Uh, mainly, I wanted... mainly invent. Yeah, Cash for questions. Yeah, um, uh, because a chamber pot is... You know what? A chamber pot in a throne room, no one wants to have their bathroom, their loo, in their throne room. That's like your fancy room where your throne is. You know, we've all got one. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's stinking out the place. I think it's the friend at the party who's a little bit of a liability. They're a pain in the butt. They're saying the wrong thing. If you don't know who it is at the party, it's probably you. I'm right here, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> I'm right here. It was a good party until Abigail came there with her cursed right. dildo. Okay, <laughs> the, the person no one wants at the party. Uh, hive mind. If you were in Thailand, someone said, hmm, uh, they're the chamber pot in the throne room. What would they mean? Uh, so it's the shit version of something, the bad version of something. Okay, so the bad version of something. Wolf in sheep's clothing. 
Someone who's out of place. Like a bowl in a china shop. <laughs> or a bowl in a throne room. Because <laughs> a bowl in a china shop would be welcome. Yeah. Ah, yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. Yeah, bowl. I mean, if, in fact, if you didn't have any bowls in your china shop, people would complain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's a, it's it's a, a bowl, bowl yeah. not a... You messed yeah. up your idioms in our idioms round. You know what? I just learned something. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, my entire life, I'm like, but why wouldn't there be a bowl in a china shop? <laughs> has changed. I have to go. <laughs> and now imagine what it feels like to be the china shop. Yeah. There's a bowl in there. Yeah. Because she's been putting so many bowls in that china. It's so awkward. Anything else? The butt of the joke. The bull of the joke. Excellent. Okay. Working class. Working class. Okay. All right. Uh, if you think it's the bad version of something, like the, the poor man something. Buzz now. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Buzz now. Uh, if it's someone who's out of place, buzz now. Someone who's the butt of the joke, buzz now. Seem to be buzzing fairly equally for everybody. <laughs> uh, working class, buzz now. Uh, all right. Um, in fact, it's a doormat. Someone who is always running errands for other people. Aww. Ah, like a pervy Prince Andrew. <laughs> he I didn't, didn't run did, errands does, for it. He had to run a lot of errands. What you mean by errands? Well, he flew to New York to just to, just to make sure Epstein knew that he wasn't friends with him anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like an errand if I've ever heard. Too one. loyal is his problem. Mm-hmm. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> With zero points, in third place, is the correct side. Yeah. And tied in first place with ten points apiece is Empire Strikes Back and the Hive Mind. Woo! Next round is the teams round. This is the round in which teams ask each other questions. So once again, Ned is completely off the hook. Another whole round of questions compiled without him having to lift a finger. I don't know. You didn't write these cards, did you? No. <laughs> really it was aggressive. like your mother-in-law wrote these cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Empire Strikes Back, do you have a question for the correct side? We do indeed. So, um, my husband is from Liverpool, and when we got married, why did he come to the wedding with a barrel of honey beer and ten goats? Bearing in mind it was also a Kenyan wedding. Okay, good, yeah. I don't know much about Liverpool, but... But Kenya. Yeah. Kenya's our specialty outside yeah. of America yeah. Canada, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in my culture, we also have, like, dowries. So, but that... that no, that... Why would he bring you go... Well, to exchange for goats? I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> did Did... did husband give your parents 10 goats so he could have you? Is yeah. that what you're asking? I, I'm, I'm saying it and I feel horrible. Okay. I thought you were implying he brought 10 goats to get more goats back. Yeah. <laughs> like a goat exchange. No, I thought you yeah. said that as well. Chumbi. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, it, yeah, and the beer is to get those goats drunk. Uh, <laughs> oh, to, I, to get the elders drunk so that they can accept the goods. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We we have a custom where you uh, it's, it's dowry basically yeah, is dowry, yeah. but but you give um, the girls' parents 
diary. Uh, Aza, thank you for the girl. And uh, basically, it's Apaches. <laughs> so j- just to be clear, is this a, a Kenyan tradition or a Liverpudlian condition? <laughs> Because I, I, I don't know. It's Liverpudlian tradition. No, 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 no. Uh, it is a, well, when we say Kenya, Kenya has uh, 43 different tribes. Yeah, so yeah. every tribe does something different. So with my tribe, it's ghost, g- ghosts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those ghosts. There, there are ghosts, ghosts as well, but we don't call them ghosts. We call them spirits. So basically it's a diary. So points a, for the correct side. Now, correct side. Yeah. Uh, do you have a question for the hive mind? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm from Bangladesh. My family's from Bangladesh. Uh, and our flag is green with a circle of red in the middle. Why is that the flag? I mind. Why is the flag green and red? <laughs> because you like to set footballs on fire? Uh, okay. Because it's a round red. Yeah. I see where you're I going see. there. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else? Red blood of the people on a rice paddy. Red blood of the people on a rice paddy. Ooh. Rice paddy's green? Uh, it's, it, well, if by asking that question, we know that's not exactly the right answer. <laughs> yeah. So you're, not me- you're meant to be having a poker face at the oh, moment. Oh, right, sorry. Um, but uh, can I ask, is any part of that close? Yeah. Okay, so that's close. So anybody got the full cigar? The fertility of the land, and the red is the blood and the green is the fertility of the land. Is that right, Sharon? It's actually Deborah's outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's why we created Bangladesh. No, I don't think Bangladesh was modelled on my outfit today. That's just my guess. Yeah, it's true. No, no, it is the fertility of the land, and the the red in the middle is uh, signifying uh, uh, independence from Pakistan. Hmm. Yeah, that's the blood. Okay, so points for the hive mind. And. Uh, Hive Mind, do we have anybody in who has a question for Empire Strikes Back? Could you just say your name and where you're from? Yes, hi, I'm Leah. I'm from Germany. And I've got a question for you. Uh, So there's one day in December where Germans will clean their shoes and then line them up by the front door. So there's one dedicated day to cleaning our shoes. And what do we expect to happen overnight? What happens overnight? Empire Strikes Back only? To be cleansed from your colonial sins. <laughs> um, okay, Sarah. Um, someone to put black forest cake in them. Someone to put black forest cake in the shoes. Strange. They clean the shoes, they put them out. What's, what's hopefully there in the morning? Oh, gifts from the neighbour. Gifts from a neighbour. Is that anything that could be right? Yeah, so I'll take a mix of the two uh, answers. So we're actually hoping for gifts, but they're not from the neighbour, but from St. Nicholas. I thought it was that. He comes visits on the 6th of December, and we're hoping that he'll leave uh, oranges and chocolates. Black forest cake? No, the tradition is uh, for the whole of Germany, not just where the Black Forest is. I'm so sorry. We think the whole of Germany is the Black Forest. I'm so sorry. We have no idea. I'm actually going to cancel my trip to Berlin. And it's the end of the round. The scores, please, Ned. In third place with ten points, it's still the correct side. Yay! How are we not getting more points for pizzazz? (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't put my pizzazz meter on today. Um, in second place, with 15 points, are the Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. 
Oh. And in first place with 20 points, it's a hive mind. Yay! All right, so it's everything to play for. The final round is our quick-fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout out the answer as loudly as you can. Fingers on buzzers. Time starts now. What American TV show is known in Thai as Girls' Party So Lucky Got a Husband? <laughs> the Golden Girls? No. Uh, the Bachelorette is correct, Hard no. What part of Britain was described by former Prime Minister Boris Johnson as very much my kind of place? It had good schools, excellent healthcare, novel transport systems, and safe streets, virtually no crime. Kent. No. Yes. No. No. Um, 4 a.m. on Oxford Street. No, London. it's somewhere that he took his kids. Pepper Pig World. Ah. In good schools. He's such a joker. What a Joshua. He's destroyed this country with his jokes. Yeah. Fucking destroyed yeah. it. Lol. Pepper Pig World. If yeah. only we're all as good as Pepper Pig World. Well, you could have yeah. made it like that. Yeah. You were yeah. in charge for fucking ages. Also, can we... <laughs> Also, like can we keep our prime ministers away from pigs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually great. I bet David Cameron goes there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> In which country would you find the largest statue of a prawn? Australia. Yes, Australia. I've been to Australia. Australia. Yes, that's my bag. I've been to it too. I, I literally looked at you because I thought Benetta's going to be right in there. Oh, yeah. the big prawn. Yeah, we they... don't call it the largest statue of a prawn. We call it the big prawn. Denmark is consistently ranked as one of the happiest countries in the world. But what product do they have the highest consumption of? Pigs. <laughs> uh, yes, who, yeah. who went first? It's milk. Nope. Uh, sugar. Tu tulips. No. Nope. Bacon. No, well, it might do, but that's not the, what's on my card. Antidepressants is correct, ah! That's Take why they're so thing. happy. Yeah. What American film was known in Thailand as Erase You to Never Forget You? <laughs> yes, correct, but did Wait. you say Buzz? Wait, what did you say? Um, Just ding say dong, Buzz, girl. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless <laughs> Mind, Deborah. <laughs> correct, we will allow it, but next time you have to say Buzz, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Which major segment of the population cannot inherit a seat in the British House of Lords? Women. Yes. Ah, that, women. Yeah, we still, <laughs> we, we still have some inherited peers, but none of them are women because... <laughs> <laughs> it's custom. According to Orson Welles' character in the movie The Third Man, for 30 years under the Borgias, Florence had warfare, terror, murder and bloodshed. But they produced Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci and the Renaissance. In Switzerland, they had brotherly love and 500 years of democracy and peace. And what did they produce? Really great chocolate. No. Buzz. Yes. Buzz Cock Club is correct. Ah. Which two palindromic Scandinavian bands were the first to get to number one in America? Uh, <laughs> it's got to be a palindrome, and it's got to yeah. be mm, from are a palindrome, but they didn't get to number one. Uh, who got to number one? Abba is correct, but what is the other? Bjork? No, not palindrome. Sorry? Aha is correct! Very, Anybody? very excitingly, we have a tie. 
for last place. Oh. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back and the correct side are tied on 20 points apiece. The Hive Mind ran away with it with 45 points. Woo! So it's bloodshed and the Sistine Chapel for our winners, but a lifetime supply of cuckoo clocks for our losers with some antidepressants thrown in. <laughs> and I'll leave you on this thought from Iceland. It's diff- That's made it sound like the supermarket. <laughs> and I'll leave you on this thought from Iceland. It's difficult to steal when your boss is a thief. Maybe that is from Iceland. <laughs> and that's the motto of the current Conservative government. <laughs> Please give it up for Charlene Jahan, John B. McGrath, Sarah Bonetto, Abigail Shimon, Mark Cobb, John Keyes, Ned Sedgwick and Pettis Corner, and you, the high mind. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Grundy Nazimbra. The producer for the Spontaneous Shop was Tom Zielinski. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.